Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, drone warfare. The escalation in Ukraine as Russia attacks civilian targets with Iranian-made kamikaze weapons. Drones packed with explosives hit Kyiv and other major Ukrainian cities as police attempt to shoot the unmanned planes out of the sky. CBS's Holly Williams reports after a Russian fighter jet crashes into a nine-story apartment building in Russia. Record-breaking cold blast. More than 200 million Americans face temperatures way below normal as major cities experience their first snowfall of the season. We'll have the forecast. Ripping off the government? The new report tonight that the Trump Organization charged the Secret Service more than $1,100 a night for the former first family's protection detail. Hearing aids over the counter. Help is here for the tens of millions of Americans with hearing loss. CBS's Roxana Saberi shows us the benefits and drawbacks of the new program. And we'll introduce you to someone guaranteed to lift your spirits. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us as we begin a new week together. We want to begin tonight overseas with the war in Ukraine, where Russia is inflicting a new type of terror on several major cities using Iranian-made kamikaze drones. The unmanned aircraft are small but pack a heavy punch and explode on impact. Today, raining down from the sky during the morning rush hour and rocking residential buildings. Ukrainian President Zelensky says his military was able to shoot down 37 drones, but the wave of attacks killed at least four, including a woman who was six months pregnant. 
Inside Russia and near the border of Ukraine, a fighter jet crashed into a nine-story apartment building. Russian news agencies report that the plane's engines caught fire during a training exercise and the pilots were able to eject. And there's some good news to report. 108 Ukrainian women are free tonight after being in Russian captivity. Some were prisoners before the war. CBS's Holly Williams will start us off tonight. Good evening, Holly. Good evening, Nora. After months of relative calm in Kyiv, today the city was pummeled for the second time in as many weeks. And while some experts believe that Russia is running short of munitions, Russian forces have begun using a new weapon with devastating effects. Early this morning, a swarm of so-called suicide drones bombarded Ukraine's capital. Kamikaze weapons packed with deadly explosives that detonate on impact. They've been used to attack frequently in recent weeks. Today, they rained down on city streets. Russia's repeatedly claimed that it doesn't target civilians. But this neighbourhood in Kyiv is home to apartment buildings, restaurants and schools. Kyiv's mayor, Vitaly Klitschko, called Russia a terrorist state. Killed a lot of people, civilians, unguilty people. And that's why it's terror, uh, terror attack. Ukraine says it shot down some of the drones today. This video appears to show Ukrainian police officers making a successful hit. But they're small and apparently difficult to track on radar. They're also cheap, some reportedly selling for around $20,000 each. The US says Iran has agreed to provide hundreds of drones to Russia for use in Ukraine, but Iran denies it. On the weekend, Russia blamed Ukraine for strikes that injured civilians in the city of Belgorod, which is just over the border. One of the drones in this morning's attack appeared to have four Belgorod inscribed on it, apparently an act of retaliation. Ukraine's president, Vladimir Zelensky, claims Russia made an even bigger order from Iran, putting the figure at nearly 2,500 suicide drones. Now, we can't independently verify that, but if it's true, it could have a significant impact on the course of this war. Nora. Yeah, frightening indeed. Holly Williams, thank you. Back here at home, a blast of bitterly cold air is moving across the country and 235 million Americans are facing temperatures up to 20 degrees below normal. Let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike. Nora, good evening. It's been a very abrupt change of season in the Great Lakes. Snow just pouring down in some spots, including in Ironwood, Michigan. Cars buried in the snow. About eight inches of snow falling here. More indicative of early December rather than mid-October. A lot of places picked up actually double-digit snows in Wisconsin and in Michigan. You got to have some cold air, and we've had plenty of that, and it's spreading south and east. Cold air goes all the way down to the Gulf Coast. All these blue dots, record lows possible the next two days. 32 degree temperatures all the way down to Jackson, Mississippi. How about some of the numbers you wake up to tomorrow? 34 in Nashville, 35 Oklahoma City, 38 in Atlanta, and a high of just 54 tomorrow, 20 degrees below average. The shorts and t-shirts, Nora, they get packed away, and we're changing our wardrobe dramatically tomorrow. Yeah, time to get out the hat and gloves. Mike Bettis, thank you. 
We're getting new information tonight about the price the Trump Organization charged the Secret Service to stay at its hotels. A new report says the former president and his family's protection details paid exorbitant rates, all taxpayer money. We have more now from CBS's Scott McFarlane. Records shared by the House Oversight Committee show Trump hotels and properties charge Secret Service agents five times the normal government rate for accommodations while protecting him. Expenses covered by the taxpayer. Committee member Jerry Connolly. Uh, here's a man who boasts of how wealthy he is, and yet he is nickeling and diming uh, the Secret Service, providing protection to the first family uh, for everything they're worth. And I just think uh, I just think it ought to bother everybody. In one case, the Secret Service was charged more than $1,100 for a room at the Trump International Hotel in D.C. for agents who were protecting Trump's son, Eric, well above the allowable $242 government rate. Committee documents also cited agent visits to Trump's Bedminster Golf Club and Mar-a-Lago and pointed to a public statement by Eric Trump in 2019 where he said the Secret Service stays at Trump's properties for free. But over four years, according to the committee, including for several months after Trump left office, the Secret Service made 669 payments to the Trump Organization totaling more than $1.4 million. This wasn't, you know, one thing that happened because of extraordinary circumstances. It was routine uh, that Donald Trump and his companies would gouge the American taxpayers. In a statement tonight, Eric Trump is standing by his claim services provided to the Secret Service were offered, quote, at cost, discounted, or free. But the House Oversight Committee disputes that and is now seeking a full list of other Secret Service expenses at Trump Properties. Nora. Quite a report. Scott McFarland, thank you. Turning now to that dramatic Senate race in Georgia. Early in-person voting got underway today, and the turnout is already historic. More than 100,000 Georgians cast their ballots today, blowing the previous midterm record out of the water. CBS's Nicole Killian reports on a race that is incredibly tight and could determine control of the U.S. Senate. Voters lined up, eager to cast their ballots. People have fought for us to have the right to vote, so we are persistent about coming to vote early. For some, their decisions finally made in the tightly contested race for U.S. Senate between Senator Raphael Warnock and GOP nominee Herschel Walker. Herschel is more of a Georgia guy, and he has the interest of people in Georgia. Uh, at heart. I'm supporting Warnock this time around because obviously as a woman I need to be able to protect my rights. Warnock was among those in the voting booth fresh off a debate where Walker declined to appear. It's too bad Herschel Walker didn't show up. And a Friday night face-off where the two tangled over law enforcement in a viral exchange. I've never pretended to be a police officer. <laughs> And, and, and I've, never, I've never threatened a shootout with the police. I am what with many police officers. You have a prop. Yes. That is not allowed, sir. What was your reaction when Mr. Walker pulled out that badge? I think what we saw clearly Friday night and last night is that my opponent, Herschel Walker, is not ready. Walker defended his performance, saying it was an honorary badge from a local department. Which is a legit badge. In a new interview, the GOP candidate also acknowledged for the first time that he wrote a check for the woman who claims he wanted her to have an abortion more than a decade ago, but denied that's what it was used for. Is that your signature on the check, though? It could be. It doesn't matter whether it's my signature or not. Yes, that's my check. 
Walker could face more questions at a press conference Tuesday. And in this high-stakes race, Warnock will get an assist from former President Obama, who campaigns here in Atlanta later this month. Nora. Nicole Kellyanne, thank you so much. Well, in California, there's a major development in that suspected serial killer case in the city of Stockton. Police have arrested a man they believe was actually looking for his next victim when he was caught. Here's CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti. We are sure we stopped another killing. Authorities say surveillance footage, tips from the public, and ballistic evidence led them to 43-year-old Wesley Brownlee, suspected of murdering at least six people in Northern California. Stockton police say he was in his car, likely targeting yet another victim when he was arrested early Saturday morning, wearing all black, a mask around his neck, and in possession of a gun. Our surveillance team followed this person while he was driving. We watched his patterns and determined he was on a mission to kill. Authorities say the serial killings began in Oakland on April 10th, 2021. More than a year went by before the killing resumed. From early July through late September of this year, five people were killed. All men and all but one were Hispanic. Most were homeless. And they just started shooting. Brownlee is also suspected in the April 2021 shooting of Natasha Latour. Also on house at the time, she was shot nearly 10 times on a Stockton street, but survived. There was no words exchanged, didn't say anything, um, didn't come any closer, just started shooting. I just saw flashes. And the suspect will likely face murder charges when he is arraigned tomorrow. At this point, it is still unclear what the exact motive behind these alleged attacks is, Nora. Jonathan Vigliotti, thank you. In Washington state, firefighters are making progress in the battle against a fast-growing wildfire that has exploded in size. The Nakia Creek fire has burned more than 1,500 acres and forced the evacuation of more than 550 homes. About 1,900 additional homes have been put on alert to be ready to evacuate if needed. The fire is just 5% contained. This was a big day for millions of Americans with hearing loss. For the first time, hearing aids are available over-the-counter at major pharmacy chains and other retailers without the need to see a doctor first. We get more from CBS's Roxana Saberi. Buying a hearing aid over-the-counter could turn the sound back up for some people with mild to moderate hearing loss. It's meant to be very user-friendly. Consumers can get the device, set it themselves, and and go on from there. An estimated 30 million Americans could benefit from a hearing aid, but only one in five actually gets one. Left untreated, hearing loss can lead to mental decline, depression, and a reduced quality of life. For example, this is how Beethoven sounds with moderate hearing loss versus normal hearing. By buying a hearing aid over the counter, consumers can also save money. Non-prescription hearing aids range from roughly $200 to $3,000 a set, compared to up to $8,000 for a prescription pair. Still, 81-year-old Fred Swanson, who has moderate hearing loss, says he wouldn't know how to go it alone. How would I know what I need? That's one reason, but audiologist Tracy Murphy also says if you plan to shop over-the-counter, you should get an exam first to make sure you don't have a serious underlying medical condition. Things like ear pain, drainage from the ear, sudden hearing loss in the last 90 days. 
Over-the-counter hearing aids should be available online now, and they've started hitting the shelves at stores like this Walgreens in Chicago. But you'll have to pay out of pocket if they're not covered by your insurance. Nora? Yeah, big development today. Roxana Saberi, thanks so much. And we want to turn now to our CBS News exclusive interview with a sexual assault victim in California who is seeking justice after DNA from her rape kit was used by police to charge her with a crime. As CBS's Janet Shamlin reports, this case is raising concerns about how police use our most private information. It's been hard. Just this woman who asked us to conceal her identity was raped in 2016. Last year, San Francisco police used the DNA from her rape kit to charge her with theft. At the time, did you have any concerns about submitting a rape kit? No. No. The police department admitted putting her DNA and others into its crime lab database. I was in jail for 14 days. If you had known your DNA was going to go into a general database, would you have been more hesitant about submitting it as part of a sexual assault? Yes, absolutely. The charges were dropped after the district attorney learned where the evidence came from. When a woman or a person is in that point of vulnerability, and the police say, hey, this is the key we need in order to help us to help you. That person in that moment isn't thinking to myself, I've given away my rights for a lifetime. Adante Pointer is the woman's attorney. He's filed a federal civil rights lawsuit against San Francisco for unlawful search and seizure. Is this case an indication that we're losing possession of our private DNA? Yes, it absolutely raises some deep concerns. Here's a point where someone was at their most vulnerable, gave up their DNA uh, you know, for a criminal investigation, for justice, and then had it exploited uh, by the SFPD. A crime victim's DNA can't be stored in federal criminal databases, but can be kept in state systems without laws prohibiting it, like California at the time. And there needs to be laws put in place to make sure that this type of abuse simply doesn't happen again. San Francisco's crime lab has since stopped the practice and says it can't comment on pending litigation. Experts fear rape survivors will fear coming forward, pitting privacy against prosecution. Janet Shamley in CBS News, San Francisco. A mother and baby were inside their home in South Florida today when a plane crashed through the roof. That story when we return. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. 
The State Department said today that three U.S. citizens detained at Evan Prison in Iran are safe after a mysterious fire killed at least eight inmates over the weekend. The notorious prison holds political dissidents. The fire is believed to be tied to anti-government protests across Iran following the death of a young p- woman in police custody. Well, tonight, a mother in South Florida is telling a harrowing story after a plane crashed through the roof of her house. The mother says she was inside with her baby when the small plane slammed into their home in Miramar. They weren't hurt, but the two people aboard the plane didn't survive. The cause of the wreck is under investigation. All right, the University of Tennessee is paying a big price for that huge victory against Alabama. That's next. The University of Tennessee's stunning victory over Alabama this weekend turned out to be costly. The school was fined $100,000 for allowing fans to storm the field and tear down the goalposts. That's a violation of conference rules. While the goalposts were later paraded through the streets of Knoxville and dumped in a river, University, which has a billion-dollar endowment, is raising money online to replace them. It was quite a football game, I must say. We'll be right back with an uplifting story with an emphasis on lifting. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. If you've ever felt that you needed an extra lift in life, we have just the person for you. CBS's Meg Oliver introduces us to an inspiring grandmother who's winning gold in her golden years. When Nora Langdon turned 65, she needed a change. I was in bad shape. I weighed too much. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I couldn't go up and down the stairs without getting tired. Langdon went to Royal Oak Gym in Michigan and asked Art Little to train her in powerlifting. When you first met Nora, did you think a world champion was standing oh, before you? No, ma'am. Little was hesitant, but Langdon was hooked, determined to master all three events in the sport. She trained for two years before competing. Now, just shy of her 80th birthday, the grandma holds more than 20 national and world records with personal bests of 413 pounds in the squat, 381 in the deadlift, and 203 for the bench press. She upped the game not only for people her age, but for everybody, the young people, they get involved because of her. Competing in November, Langdon hopes to lift 1,000 pounds across all three events. How old do you feel? I feel like I'm 50. Have you ever felt better? Never. Lifting her spirits to new heights. Meg Oliver, CBS News. Go, Nora. You're tough. I love it. 
And that's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.